0: Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Pone Podcast, your premier source for everything to do with the Vancouver Titans. This is Chris Atlee Forrest. Joined virtually by Sam and another Sam Chan on Omni the at Omnistripe, the three voices that will get you through your self-isolation and let you know everything you need to know about the Vancouver Titans. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Hello, I'm. Uh, I'll be talking as far as I can from the mic today. Just practicing social uh, distancing. <laughs> I just set a good example for our listeners. Uh, I'd recommend not going to chat and competitive, putting like, playing with your gloves on.
0: And staying home? For sure. Now, little right. do we know, right now, Omni is walking along the seawall in Vancouver. <laughs> <and> that's why he <laughs> sounds Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's right. every rock he can I'm find. I'm back home. Yeah. It, it, it is a, a surreal time. I mean, it's not something that, I mean, any of us have, have ever gone through in, in in the world today. Since our last episode, a lot has changed. I mean, we are – functionally on lockdown. I know Sam, you're you're self isolating, myself and omni we the same. Like going out is is no longer a thing. And uh all that we have are podcasts and uh Overwatch. Well that and Animal Crossing. I, I finally broke, I bought it. You got Animal got Crossing. in the hype? Didn't try it. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I seem to be enjoying it. Um mm-hmm. I ran into a tarantula last night. Didn't know those were in the game. It killed me. <laughs> That's sounds fun. I was just going to ask, is it friendly? They are not <laughs> friendly. In fact, the only reason I knew it was a tarantula is it, it killed me. I didn't even see it. And then I it's slowly walking away because it did its job. Um, the uh, director of uh, operations for the Titans of Surge, Anthony Morocco, he actually commented on Twitter uh, about said tarantulas. He went and called it a legit raid boss. And I kid you not, if Animal Crossing had raid bosses, the tarantula would, <laughs> would be it. I'll have you know, though, uh,
1: I I've been in quarantine before, T- two thousand and nine. I've got I actually got infected by the swine flu. So it's crazy. you have <laughs> well, I survived that plague.
0: That's right. I, I remember the picture you had shared on uh, on Facebook because you were that's you were right. wearing some seriously, you know, decent threads there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Long the time, um long time. The I think that, I mean I'm not trying to discount then to now. Now is weird oh it's a totally different experience for sure like you know the entire world is starting to shut itself down to to keep people apart from each other and and obviously on a a day-to-day basis you know things are changing in fact uh, what we're talking about right now is going to play into some of the the news uh, that broke uh, earlier today. We're recording on on Tuesdays as we normally do, this episode going live on Wednesday, that the Vancouver Titans uh, may not be in Vancouver for, for much longer. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But before I do, I, I did want to uh, share a quick note just at the top of the episode. Uh, that I know that you, our listeners, are, are going through challenging times. Um, I've I've obviously heard from some of you that uh, your jobs have been impacted uh, by the current uh, situation and, um, you know, I feel for it. I, I can't imagine, um, you know, personally what that might be like, but I can relate that, you know, here in our household, my wife, uh, today was her, her last day on the job. Uh, she works in the hospitality industry and as you can probably appreciate, uh, not many people are, are traveling and staying in hotels. And um, she's uh, unfortunately been impacted by a, a layoff. Now we're fine. I'm I'm still able to do what I do from home, um, but it is unsettling. It is uncertain. Um, but I just wanted to to let you, our, our listeners, know that uh, you know the three of us uh, do appreciate and understand. And hopefully, you know the hour or so each week that you get to tune in gives you some level of, of respite. That or or jumping into a game of Overwatch with Sam as he chooses Ryan and charges off the map. <laughs> that happened literally forty
2: five minutes ago. I would <laughs> I would not doubt it.
1: Michael did not enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> At least it didn't disconnect on your mid game like it it happened <laughs> to us in competitive.
2: <laughs> Another time I had my, my shield broken and he was saying, keep your shield up, keep your shield up, but but he can't hear me, so he didn't know my shield was broken,
0: so he died. Oh dear, Michael, would have been upset with you. Mm-hmm. But uh, this episode, as we mentioned, we talked a little bit about the Vancouver Titans, some news that broke today. We'll talk a little bit about whether or not there will be Overwatch League matches, because last week we said there would be and then there wasn't, so maybe there'll be this weekend. Uh, a few other things are going on in the world of Overwatch itself. We'll talk a little bit about the new hero, the details that have come out, and anything else that we can squeeze into this regularly scheduled episode. But before uh, we, you know, cause you to wait any lo- longer, let's uh, go into the payload. Moving the payload. Join me. I'm I'm coming to believe that there really is a podcast curse at this point, point. and I know this isn't so much Titans related, but. Last week, we kind of joked, is there a Titans curse or a podcast curse? And you're like, no, no, it's the Light Force curse. Well, how many times have we come and said something's going to happen, there'll be matches, and then there hasn't? And last week, there wasn't. But then we started talking a little bit, oh, you know, really wish that uh, we could hear something from the Titans. It would be good. Uh, Maybe it was more content, whatever it might be. And we are still getting some videos. But our wish for more content has been provided based on news that broke that the Vancouver Titans are relocating to Korea. They are in Vancouver right now, but we have also gotten confirmation that they will be at some point between now, the moment we're recording, and the near future, uh, moving the team to to Korea. And we'll talk a little bit about the situation and why that's taking place. But I can tell you with confirmation, we spoke to Alfred Devera, who's guested on our show, and, and he did tell me uh, the Titans are, are going to Korea. So, before we get into that, are we cursed... To be clear, I think there's
2: two curses. One is the RSP curse, which is this plague that's been running over the league and all of our lives. But the Lightforce curse, to be yeah. very clear, is about the Defiant. Okay. Yeah, so so cursed, it's, but... it, they have not won
1: a game since February 8th. <laughs> Every time you selected them as the match to watch, they were boomed by by an opponent that they should have beaten. <laughs> or they didn't play altogether. together.
0: Yeah. Okay, fine. Life Force Curse, Curses the Defiant, Podcast Cursed uh curses the league. Is that is that is that how it is? I think I'll that. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's actually talk about the Vancouver Titans. Uh so it was shared or or leaked or reported on and I don't know really how to to posit the the topic itself. Was that the Vancouver Titans uh, as well as the London Spitfire, so I should say that it's not just uh, the Titans are going to be uh, moving to, to South Korea. So if you head to jichirecon.com, it's uh, Yiska who had reported upon it uh, initially. And that, uh, you know, obviously got Titans' Corps and RSP core going. So I decided to reach out to the team myself. And uh, I spoke to Alfred Devera, you know, briefly today. And he did confirm that the Vancouver Titans specifically, uh, we're going to be uh, headed to Korea. Now, uh, he wouldn't get into anything other than the Vancouver Titans for for obvious reasons, uh, but when I asked him sort of why, um, he did go on to say and confirm some of what was said in that article that uh, moving the the team to Korea is more about their their health and well being. And I think you know that resonates quite well with the conversations that we had with them earlier in the season, where the organization really was focused on on the team's health and well being. Um, if we think back, the Vancouver Titans. Uh, were brought from korea uh, when this you know uh, pandemic sort of really started to take hold in asia they brought them here uh, to vancouver to keep them safe well things have shifted um, south korea uh, has found a way to sort of uh, move out of exponential um, case growth or, or infection growth um, whether it's Due to the amount of testing that they're performing, or whatever uh, tactics they're taking, South Korea tends to be considered a, and it's hard to describe it as a safer place. Whereas for us here in, in Canada, and specifically in the West Coast, we're still seeing that exponential growth. So there's there's really a focus on on doing you know what they can to ensure that the the, the team is taken care of, and I you know we were talking about this before we click record it's fair to say it'd be kind of unsettling if you're not at home near your friends, your family, your sort of place of comfort. You're, you're somewhere else abroad and, and and this is all happening throughout the world. So I think there is some, some security and some comfort knowing that you are, home. I, I would feel that way if I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Was so
2: I think nice. I think the way to kind of paint this picture, and we kind of alluded to it last week is imagine whatever job you're currently doing. And this applies to anybody, but you know, you got a promotion not so much in money, but maybe an opportunity, and they send you to Venezuela. When you hit up in Venezuela and you you, you tap down onto your hotel room or wherever it is you're staying, you're told that you can't leave this place for a while because it's dangerous outside. So you and your other colleagues are in Venezuela where you don't speak the language and you're there until further notice. And plus the job that you were hired to do, you can't really do. So you're kind of just preparing for something. Um, So that's where their mind space is at. If, if you can kind of relate to that analogy, nothing against Venezuela, by the way,
0: (laughs) the, and that, you know, to sort of translate that into terms that we can appreciate here is, you know, they are, uh, they're set up with, Atomus eSports, uh, the Fortress Center. Um, you know, I, I'm probably doing a extreme disservice by describing it as sort of the hotel. That's their lodging. That's the facility they're in. Now, it's a great facility, and they're receiving phenomenal support. But at the end of the day, you're almost locked to this box, no matter what the box is, whether it's the condo that I'm currently recording in and living in, uh, to the, the box that they are at, uh, as eSports, you're... Where they're much different than me is they're on foreign soil. They're in a place mm-hmm. that isn't as familiar. Uh, and you know what I, to be honest, I think many of us take for granted. If I need groceries, what do I do? I make the trip to the grocery store. I risk going to Costco. <laughs> but these are these are places that are familiar for me. I, can, I know what I'm looking for. It's very specific. I can get it and I can bring it back. For for the players, it's not like they can just go and hop in an Uber or hop in the car. You know, ensure that they're maintaining that physical distancing or, or social distancing, as it's it's known as. Uh, and then at the same point, being able to find what it is they're looking for, it is a completely different situation. So I I have no issue with the organization looking at getting the team to South Korea. And again, we're just touching on a few of the reasons. I'm sure there's others as well. Yeah,
1: it's uh it makes sense. It's unfortunate because uh we know that going forward uh the league really tried hard to make these regional changes uh, with these uh like the Chinese region and the Pacific West and the North America East Coast, but now I'm not really sure what's going to happen to it. But like you said before, if we are talking about that curve, ironically it seems like the first uh you know, the first home stands that were were canceled have probably the highest chance of 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 getting back to norm i'm not sure if it's going to happen this year but if there is any chance of a homestand this year i'd give the highest uh uh, chances of that happening in in south korea and and even in china because they seem to be like past that duration of of that exponential growth at the start
0: the it is possible. I mean, I, I'm I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a mathematician. I I'm, I simply know that the the exponential growth has been broken. were more in logarithmic growth, uh, yeah. which is the flattening of the curve.
1: You're a podcaster. You know better than these guys, anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the thing though is that you know, and this is maybe sort of as a segue. What does that mean for the Vancouver Titans schedule? Like they're supposed to play this weekend, Sunday on uh, on March 29th. Uh, they had a, a match against Dallas Fuel that was supposed to to take place. Uh in uh, Article or uh he talked about the possibility that it doesn't. And, you know, I asked uh Alfred, you know, what do you know? And he's like, to be quite honest, um, right now our plan is is we're playing the Dallas fuel. And what the schedule is uh, moving forward, that's what our focus is right now. Um there wasn't anything more beyond that. So if I were to go and and you know take a look at the situation. I was going to say, if they're going to Korea and I'm just simply looking at it from where I'm sitting, is it easier to get to Korea today or will it be easier to get to Korea next week? I don't think getting to Korea or the getting into Korea is the problem. It's getting to Korea. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll be probably much harder, you know, once the end of March hits, because that's when, you know, you've got Canadian domestic airlines essentially shutting down internationally. You've got Many other airlines starting to really cut back. Right. I would suspect that if if they can get confirmation of, of, uh, of seats on a plane, on a trip, that it is possible that the team, you know, leaves between now where we're recording Tuesday night and, you know, let's say this weekend. And I don't see how they would look if the team was to go, let's say, to Korea. Let's say they, hypothetically, they land on Saturday. Could you imagine them then having to go in and play the following, essentially, day and a half later? I don't think that would take place. So, again, and that's not because we know anything. It's just I see the logistical side of things.
1: Maybe that way the game will be a bit more even. They could even play on on the North American servers with like 300 ping and still do well. (laughs)
2: <laughs> knowing how RSP works. They're probably literally on a flight right now as people are listening to this episode <laughs> on Wednesday. So let's just,
0: that's just how we work. Yeah, and I, I've been remiss. I, I should also mention that if for some reason you were like, "Well, wait a minute, um, how do I trust that Yusko was right? How do I trust that uh, Team RSP was right?" Well, Anthony Morocco did tweet. Um, I'm just going to read this verbatim. Out of an abundance of caution, due to the escalating COVID-19 situation, we are currently working to relocate the Vancouver Titans back to South Korea. We will not have further comment at this time, but rest assured, the team is excited to resume online play and scrimmages soon. So you're getting maybe a little more between the lines from us. Uh, And obviously, if you take what we know uh, at face value, and I don't think it's very hard to simply then sort of look at this and sort of see somewhat between the lines. The situation is is changing. I mean, heck, the sort of must-watch television, it seems to be in Canada right now, is at 9 Pacific, 12 noon, when our prime minister... Does a daily press conference to announce here's what's taking place, here's what's happening. Um a week ago when we were recording, you were still able to travel to the United States. Hmm. Now Maybe we he should do an Overwatch stream. JT? Yeah. <laughs> Get him playing. No, I lie. He
2: he seems like a hearthstone
0: kind of guy. I was gonna say, what do you think JT would mean? I mean, he look okay. I mean, we're well off the rails here. Um, he is a nerd. I don't know if he's into to gaming, <laughs> but he's definitely sort of got the, the nerd tendencies to potentially suggest he would.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure he will be into cosplaying some of the characters for sure. (laughs)
0: Okay. So um, we're not going to get into that. Google that if you want whole different story.
2: But I was going to say, if the Titans want to bring their favorite podcasters abroad as well, we're, uh, we're six, six adults, a baby and a dog ready to go anytime you need it.
0: (laughs) But, but, Justin has told us it is time for us Canadians to come home and stay home. I will call Korea my new home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we know about the Vancouver Titans. Um, Alfred has told me that uh, once further details are, are sorted out and uh, put into place, that uh, he in turn will share that with us, and we in turn will obviously share that with you, our listeners. Now we might not be able to go and get that to you in real time in the world of the podcast, but. We will definitely share in RSP Cord and uh, on social, whether it be uh, Twitter and what have you. So again, Twitter, it's at RSP or at Reset Phone. Uh, just search for hashtag tmrsp, you'll find us. And then if you want to join our Discord, it's discord.io slash at Let's talk briefly about the possibility of the Vancouver Titans playing the Dallas Fuel this weekend, I would hate for us to presume it's not happening. And then it happens, but then I'm also equally worried that by us investing a lot of time and conversation that we're using the podcast cursed to stop (laughs) from taking place. So as I think Omni has already suggested, the Vancouver Titans are going to win, um, by sort of a default score because they're that good. Is, is that what I heard? It's a combination of uh, them
1: being good and Dallas not being good. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure if, if
2: Omni has more confidence in the Titans being good or the feeling being bad.
0: I I don't see how the Vancouver Titans lose, especially if they're playing in South Korea, fighting jet lag a day and a half ahead. Like, All I'm right, 3-1. 3-1. <laughs> so it, it, you're going to say it's going to get 2-1 and the Titans will win a third? I, I, to be honest, would suggest it was going to be a 3-0. Whoa. Well,
2: if you go 3-0, you go, you go 3-1, and I go 3-2, then one of us should be right, right? 3-2? That's a That's risky pick.
1: I'm just covering our bases here. <laughs> it's been, it's been a minute,
2: so we got to get this one
1: right, guys. Did they specify if they are going to go with the original uh, hero pools that they've uh, drafted back in the um, day? Three um, years ago or something was like that. I, I
0: haven't, I haven't seen any differences to the, yeah. the lockout. I haven't, I haven't seen it, uh, and I'm looking on sort of the Overwatch League, uh, you know, Twitter feed right now. I don't. The old man see still out. Anything? Probably. Yeah. I mean, there haven't there haven't been any matches for them to adjust the the percentages by. I mean, there was nothing right. last weekend. So so.
1: I assume it'll still be the the case.
0: Yeah. Anywho anything else we want to share about the Vancouver Titans before we uh, take a quick break and head into the fray I'm (laughs) going to take silence as as no so let's uh, let's take a moment before going into the fray Whether it has something to do with the fact that the podcast can curse an entire league or the uh, governor of the state of California decided that uh, Shiznit was getting real, last week didn't happen. Now, there was some confusion. Well, Why the heck could this video game not take place online like it does every minute of every day? Well, the state of California issued what was called a shelter-in-place order, Simply put, that required people to stay home. Now, shelter in place is an antiquated term. It actually has more to do with uh, the potential of, of um, a like a weather threat or even like a bombing where shelter in place is like you go and find the safest place in your home, your bomb shelter, your, your basement, um, your bathtub, wherever, and uh, you hope for the best it wasn't maybe that extreme in this sense, but the idea was that we needed to keep people from being people socializing in person, shoulder to shoulder. And, uh, that meant that the production team that the overwatch league required to make an event take place could no longer leave their homes. And they had made these plans that required them all to be, you know, in uh, a physical location. So, Unfortunately, the matches we had prepped for did not take place. What we got to see instead, however, uh, were some PTR scrims uh, with Echo, and I I didn't get a chance to watch. Um, I'm not sure. Did either of you get a a chance to to see that all go down? I did see it. I did
1: watch it. How was it? (laughs) It was uh, pretty fun, Um, especially the map. uh, The match between uh, San Francisco Shock. And did they play against? Uh, I think it was um, Seoul. Yeah, because because that one was half t- taken half seriously, so you could see them uh, try the hero a lot. And 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 Sinatra ap- apparently is already a god at this uh, hero, uh, probably being pocketed by Jeff. Kind of gave him uh, <laughs> a good. Uh, <laughs> foundation for the hero but um i did see profit fall off the map a bunch of times which was hilarious so that was fun and then when um we saw the battle of la we did get a, a torba hammer battle to start out the fight and we did see a lot of uh, trash talking in chat which was fun but other than that it wasn't like serious it was more in, in line with that game we had i think in the beginning in the preseason of last year where, where nate nanzer decided he's gonna quit the overwatch league by seeing jonek play (laughs) the rhine so we 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 definitely got something like that but at least i was happy to see that the technology is there overwatch can actually be played online
0: so we have have technology (laughs) and have casters like that was the right right
1: right. Right. it was cozy it was cozy i I liked it
0: so I, i didn't get a chance to watch i i saw you know tidbits of it um I can't wait till Echo shows up in oh, the league.
1: She's a nuts hero. So much diversity, so much potential for popping off. You know me, I, I like the flashy plays. I like to see the carry potential of some of these guys and Echo is definitely something that will uh make it to the highlight reels constantly because he can do so much.
0: Yeah. We'll talk more about Echo momentarily, but yep. let's let's actually talk about this upcoming weekend, presuming it takes place and all the matches that are currently scheduled to happen. So, oof. Let me run through 16 matches that are gonna happen this weekend. You're do now one all breath. the time. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do it in one breath. All the times I- that I'm gonna give you are going to be Pacific time. That is good for us. And I know for many of you who listened, it is not. It's just easier for me to run through this. So let me take a big breath. <gasps> Kicking off Saturday, March 28th is the Guangzhou Charge versus the Shanghai Dragons at 1 a.m. Pacific, followed by the Chengdu Hunters versus the Hangzhou Spark, 3 a.m. Pacific, Toronto Defiant faced the Boston Uprising, 11 a.m. Pacific, Paris Eternal versus the London Spitfire, 1 p.m. Pacific, New York Excelsior versus the Atlanta Reign, 3 p.m. Pacific, Florida Mayhem versus the Washington Justice, 5 p.m. Pacific, San Francisco Shock versus the Los Angeles Galiators at 7 p.m. Pacific, and Seoul Dynasty versus the Dallas Fuel at 9 p.m. Pacific. Okay, I couldn't get through all sixteen in one breath.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say if you're gonna run out of breath, you're gonna skip the Define
0: Uprising match. Yeah, sorry. I by by that point though, I had you know already been well into it. Uh, Sunday. March 29th is the Chengdu Hunters versus the Shanghai Dragons at 1 a.m. Pacific, Hangzhou Spark versus the Guangzhou Charge at 3 a.m. Pacific, the New York Excelsior versus the Boston Uprising at 11 a.m. Pacific, Toronto Defiant versus the London Spitfire at 1 p.m. Pacific, Florida Mayhem versus the Atlanta Rain at 3 p.m. Pacific, Los Angeles Valiant versus the San Francisco Shock at 5 p.m. Pacific, your Vancouver Titans versus the Dallas Fuel at 7 p.m. Pacific, and the Seoul Dynasty versus the Los Angeles Gladiators at 9 p.m. Pacific.
1: I'm getting tired of, of doing revisions to the spreadsheet every time I got erase <laughs> cells and base new ones. Imagine
2: how the guys who run
1: the league feel. <laughs> Much easier, obviously.
0: Spreadsheets is where it's at. The um, matches of the week. So I, I didn't actually submit one because for me at this point in time, I've given up. I know if I pick one, the, the weekend is canceled. I just want to see some Overwatch League play. It has, it has been a long time. Like I, you have to consider I missed a f- essentially two weeks because of my, my trip to the UK. Um, I then had another work trip, but then that weekend, you know, things went to and got to cancel and, and then nothing's been happening since. This has been a long, long time for me. And I know I say that the Vancouver Titans have played, you know, what, two matches. Uh got the San Francisco shock that one, you got the Chinese team that played zero. So, uh, it is nice, and I'm crossing my fingers that this will all take place. So what matches did you guys choose? Well, I'm going to go with the uh, three matches that you selected uh, together as being matched the week. So you both said Guangzhou Charge Shanghai Dragons. Are you literally going to stay up on Friday night <laughs> to watch that?
1: I don't know if I'm going to stay up and watch at 1 a.m. Maybe I'll try to, just to get the experience once. I'll I get to go to work the next day. Yeah, it is Saturday, so so it it should be good. And plus, even when I do go to work, I get that extra hour of sleep that I wink, <laughs> used to commute during. So that's nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing those teams for sure. Uh, just seeing new colors. Uh, now. Yes, Boston. new colors. Yeah, look at it. Look at this uh, spectrum of vivid colors: the pink, the the teal. That must is that mustard for Chengdu? so so
0: so then what I can presume I'm looking at Omni's picks here so let me actually run through them uh, Guangzhou Charge Shanghai Dragons Hunters Spark uh, Excelsior Rain uh, all on Saturday so those are his favorite colors definitely is that, is that what I'm hearing yep. yeah so Sam also picked the Excelsior Rain uh, as as a match watch that's the one that I would see the two of you more reasonably actually tuning in to see uh, as opposed to 1 a.m. Pacific. I guess it would be important for us to note that if the Vancouver Titans are going to go to Korea and they're going to start playing in this Asian division or whatever the heck it mm. might be called after any potential realignment, if it happens, right? we may need to stay up late or wake up early.
1: I will mm. do that for the Titans, for sure. Maybe not every time, but for the marquee matches, 100%.
0: It is conceivable, based on time zones, at least for us on the West Coast, that the Vancouver Titans could play sort of later at night, and they could have sort of an earlier morning game, like uh, what I do for a living. I have had clients that I've delivered training to in Seoul, uh, and I'm simply working sort of into the early evening, and they're starting their day early. So, just saying, if anyone here, you know, is listening, Pete Vastelica, you know, Alfred De Vera, Anthony Morocco. Jeff Kaplan, we know he tunes in. Uh, Do what you can to put the Titans at a spot that we can actually tune into that's reasonable. Anyhow, sorry, back to the actual schedule. I I look at this again. I'm outside of. I'll pick the Defiant Uprising because you know me, I like the Defiant. If (laughs) if the Defiant go zero
2: and two this weekend or not play, I think the Defiant needs to like hire you or something.
1: Man, if they lose to Boston Uprising, that's the end. And the Spitfire uh i give them like they give the spitfire a shot but the uh, boston uprising is like a new low it's the <laughs> lowest of the lows but shanghai i'm looking forward to seeing very yeah I,
2: I was it me that had shanghai second i i don't know like yeah you <laughs> had them up there oh it's been so long i i don't remember i think i liked the shanghai dragons at one point well <laughs> they are still unbeatable so I yeah know. they're undefeated so. three months into the season so yeah. that's that's not for nothing <laughs> But like that that New York Atlanta game, did we already pick this game? I I can't remember.
1: We had New York play uh Philly. I I don't know. It, it feels like I've selected this game before and I don't remember
2: if I ever went through right. Everything is a blur. It's all a blur.
0: Looking at Sunday, though, uh, I already mentioned that uh, Omni picked the Hunter's Dragons um, because he likes the colors. But uh, the two of you picked the Seoul <laughs> Dynasty versus the LA Gladiators. I get the Dynasty part, but you think it's going to be a good match versus the Glads?
1: It's one part of me says that it's gonna be an interesting match to watch. Gladiators played pretty decently against us as well, uh, well, at least in the first day of of the league. Also, if you have a look at the other matches being played on Sunday, I think that's the one that has the most chance. Interesting to, potential. To be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Spark and Charge maybe as well. Who knows? We haven't seen them play at all, so.
2: Again, I swear I picked this match already, and it got canceled or something. But like, I think I wanted to throw a Soul game in there because it's their season debut. But I wasn't gonna watch two games of the field. So <laughs>
1: right. poor Fuel. They have such a brutal schedule going forward. Yeah. They're not
2: even that bad. It's just I, I gonna... don't know. Like, I see the field once, I see some blue. I want to see something else. It's
1: like someone posted it on Reddit, and their uh, schedule is like Titans, Dynasty, Shock, Dynasty, Titans, Shock, Dynasty. <laughs> It kind to of mm. get boomed. <laughs>
0: uh, so again, I, for me, I, I just want Overwatch uh, to Overwatch League to take place. I, I'm, I'm going to watch the Defiant, obviously, against Spitfire, <laughs> and as the two of you have already said, that's uh, probably an over for two weekend for Toronto. So apologies, uh, you know.
1: You're, you're enjoying uh, this, aren't you?
0: I'm sorry. I won't, <laughs> I, and I know I've said this time and time again. I have a soft spot for. for <laughs> so why are
1: you wrecking them? <laughs> He has like this voodoo doll that he puts pins in with like a, a a uniform of the defiant.
0: Yeah. That's, that's totally what I have here right now. Um, all of the matches are going to be shown online in YouTube gaming. You can tune in. Uh, casters haven't been announced though. I, to be honest, don't know who and how they would make it work. It'll have to be remote. Uh, someone asked Zoe if she's going to be uh, on the desk for the entire weekend. She said she was. I was actually like thinking this through. Let's say she is. So I can't imagine that she would stay up late for the the matches that we would see on Saturday. I would s- assume she would get a few hours of sleep before uh, that. she then would wake up kick that off so yeah a couple of matches and then she'd have a break where she could go and catch some more z's before the defiant take on the uprising or in the case of what sam would probably suggest i just keep sleeping yeah and then she would cast the rest of the night now this is where it gets tricky the last match on saturday is at 9 p.m pacific let's say hypothetically that goes for an hour and a half that gets to 10 30 pacific the next match kicks off at 1 a.m. Pacific, so that gives her a couple of hours to, I don't know, drink a few Red Bull or something like that and start that process all over. Like, I truly don't understand how she can do this. I'm not knocking her. I don't see how anyone could go and handle that, like, and be able to bring their A-game. It's like, you know, a, a two 24-hour, you know, Twitch streams taking place for her.
1: Well, you know, they, they're they not shutting down the essential... Uh employees so she is kind of an essential employee to us right now hopefully she can still keep at it after this weekend because i hope she negotiated uh, pretty good terms on our
0: overtime uh, contract
2: yeah maybe no we kidding. can
1: mail her some beaver buzz or something
0: the canadian version of red bull for those who are uh, <laughs> curious as to what's going to happen next weekend having a clue tune into the next episode where we might have one i don't know let's talk a little bit about other things that have been happening in the world of the Overwatch League. So, uh, at least actually Overwatch the game, but related to the Overwatch League, as uh, the San Francisco Shock Championship skin was released today. It's Doomfist. So it was funny. I see people responding to this on Twitter, and they're like, "What the heck, man? Why Doomfist? That has nothing to do with Sinatra. This is not Sinatra's skin. This is equivalent to the Winston uh, London Spitfire skin that we saw." <coughs> The skin, I don't know. It doesn't really speak to me. It doesn't seem to be at all Related. San Francisco Shock like. Like, yeah. you know, I guess you could sort of say he's got some of their new colors. About the only thing that you, well, there is a couple of things, but you'd ha- first of all need to see his like belt to see the San Francisco Shock logo. <laughs> like, that's what I am doing is I am taking a, a good look at at uh, Doom Fist's belt. And when he hits the ground, it leaves like a San Francisco Shock logo. <laughs> mm. Well, are you,
1: do us a favor if you think it's a good skin, go back and look at this Winston skin that that uh, London got the last uh, year. And whenever you have to like justify and start explaining, oh, you gotta look at that belt buckle. Oh, when you do this, you know you didn't do do it right. I I don't what's like what's with it? the purple. I don't know if you didn't tell me, if you didn't announce it, oh, this is the San Francisco shock skin uh, championship. skip. You wouldn't guess it in a hundred years. Oh no, not at all. And the, the San Francisco colors are now black.
2: So like literally every character has black, right?
1: Yeah. But they still have like a orange highlight on their black. Yeah. I
2: could have totally been just, just like slipped in. Why, why purple? Glad didn't do nothing last year.
0: (laughs) I don't like it. The uh, if, if you are genuinely curious, uh, the Overwatch League has a post up on the uh, website that uh, gives the story behind the <laughs> Thunder Doomfist San Francisco Shock Championship skin. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Winston skin was on point. like It was good. I bought it. I don't Is care right? for any other team, but it was really well done. Mm-hmm. It fit the,
1: the the theme it had the colors you had logos plastered all over it was an amazing
0: skin, yeah, it was really well done. and this one this one just Meh. Uh, yeah exactly it's is sort of what it is anyhow, uh the Sinatra skin will eventually come out. it's going to be Azaria um when that comes out, probably you know tomorrow when you would listen to this episode because it's one of the greatest <laughs> Uh In-game, however, the uh, Archives is still in full swing. Uh, if you haven't uh, picked up your Torb skin, I think it actually might be too late now that if you're listening, but the uh, Hog skin, I believe, is the one that's uh, up next. Oh, that's a good one. I haven't actually played any of the uh, Archive event. Um, it's supposed
1: to be um, a new one, right? And,
0: yeah, every, every week they stones. I just haven't had an opportunity to Play a whole lot of Overwatch. I only just got my Torb skin last night. <laughs> um, playing uh, some, I played some QP. I played some mysteries I just had a bad spell um solo queuing, where like I was playing QP as, as Ryan and for one reason or another, our Mercy decided she was going to go and and pocket the Genji, uh, which always works out well. And is then it, was it uh, Jeff Kaplan by
1: any chance?
0: I'm not sure. And then we had an Anna. Uh, as as a healer. And you know, she was doing the Lord's work. <laughs> it's just that Anna on her own cannot support two tanks. Uh and I quite think she was trying to support the Mercy in Genji too. Like weird. But that's like the that's the play type of play I've been running into. It's nuts. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that Overwatch has been DDoSed uh for the last like week, week and a half. And so the only people who are in game are the ones who haven't left and are a little bit loopy. But uh, let's talk a little bit about this new hero. So we shared in the last episode that uh, Echo would be uh, coming out. We had thought Echo would be support. She kind of is when she wants to be, but she's actually a a DPS character because the game itself doesn't have enough damage characters. And the thought was that, oh, well we should probably have one more.
2: Yeah. The queue time for support was too long. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: The uh, description on uh, the Overwatch show website is that Echo is an evolutionary robot programmed with a rapidly adapting artificial intelligence versatile enough to build multiple battlefield combat roles. We got to see her uh, with Tim the Tatman, of all people, uh, you know, playing her with Jeff Kaplan, providing some commentary. And I should qualify this. Tim's an Overwatch player. He is a good Overwatch player. It's just I would not have thought he would have been the guy they would have used uh, to sort of leverage the introduction to her, but regardless, that's what happened. So what does uh, Echo have in regards to abilities? Well, her primary is tri-shot. She fires three shots at once in a triangle pattern. Sticky bombs. That's a volley of sticky bombs that detonate after a short delay. Um, She's got an ability called flight, which allows her to surge forward quickly and then she can freely fly. Uh, Obviously, the game needed more airborne characters. Focusing beam, which is another damage ability. This is the third damage ability. Okay. She channels the beam for a few seconds and it deals something like what, triple damage to anyone with less than half health? It's either or is it double damage? It's, I it's just know double, it's 200%, think, yeah. yeah it's at once the person's below half, it's essentially I'm gonna melt you. Yeah. And then uh she and it goes
1: through uh barriers and yeah
0: yeah. Shield. Uh, she can glide, so essentially uh, she's like, we took Mercy and Farah and together, and instead of had the combo, we just made a, a new character with them. And then you get her alt. Her alt is called Duplicate, and that allows Echo to duplicate a targeted enemy hero, gaining the use of all their abilities. But what is completely nuts is it's like 350% alt charge.
1: It was actually, I think, uh, when I listened again to the video, it was 640%.
0: 640, okay. Like, essentially, <laughs> it's like you do, here is Tracer, Pulse Bomb, kill one person, Pulse Bomb, kill one person, Pulse Bomb. You get to duplicate that that other hero until one of two things happens. Your timer runs down, which was like 12 seconds, was it? Could be wrong. 15. 15? 15, yeah. 15 it's, Fifteen, okay, and or you get killed. Like if you get killed, then you're you're also over. But you're you get also over, but you're, you're not dead. No, I know, but that's yeah. Let me. I guess I Full should HP. qualify that.
2: Yeah. So like- in in theory, if you duplicate a diva, you could get demaxed. Your baby diva dies. You just go back to to being Echo.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was watching uh, someone stream and they were just tossing like diva bombs diva like you know nerf this nerf this nerf this or another one was reinhardt hammer down fire strike charge swing the hammer hammer down fire strike charge swing the hammer
1: hog almost gets his entire all just by uh you know inhaling healing himself
0: <laughs> it's like at 80% i i i mean we talked about it earlier going to be real fun watching echo in in the pro side like, completely going to love that. i just going to tweak her a bit. She's too,
1: too powerful right now. If you look at, like, a decent player, I'm not even talking about pros. Like, Sinatra was able to use five pulse bombs at one point on, on Tracer. But, yeah, even even if you're decent enough, you just match all her three damage abilities and you can erase any uh, um, squishy in a second. She can't. She's not opposed in 1v1s at all. Uh she can be countered by let's say McCree if you keep your distance away from her or a soldier. But Sombra. she's very good in dive, yeah. And her ult, the only thing that I don't like about it is that you can't be punished really. Like if you go as a McCree or as a soldier or or as a far, it's sometimes it's even considered to be to like as a suicide just to use it. And with her, there's no drawbacks at all, no punishment. So if you you're being killed, I guess the only punishment is if you um, don't perform as well on on the hero that you duplicate is that you don't get to use as alt. But other than that, you you can't be
0: really punished. So that's a bit uh, over well, I mean, You look at the number of alts, like a widow alt. Yeah, I mean the widow alt's phenomenal. I get to see where everyone stops moving. <laughs> right, like I to me, if you you pop an echo alt and you don't get any any glory out of it, really, did it actually hurt your team at all? Uh, i guess
1: you do i guess you do there was one uh, you you reminded me there was one a great great moment i think it was the second show match when one of the echoes just uh transformed into the enemy widow and just popped the headshot right into that widow it's such a demoralizing play to the opposition maybe that's the reward you didn't you don't get a lot from widows uh uh you know uh, widows ultimate but just doing that it probably feels unbelievable when you're cheering on that team or if you're the one that, do, that does that, what a massive outplay.
0: Yeah. I, it's, I haven't read all of the sort of backstory, but like originally the plan was is to have Echo come in as support. And that's why I think all of us and pretty much every content creator out there had originally thought this will be a new support hero. And it sort of seemed the cadence would be right. These abilities have obviously evolved from when she originally started off in the sort of the support. Um, uh, so, but I... It's like okay, we're going to give you a hero. We're going to completely revolutionize the game. I'm using the positive term. Others might say break it. And uh we'll see you in Overwatch 2. Yeah. It's like she's like bap for a
1: damage dealers. Let's give her all the abilities.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can Yeah, we can't, we can't quite think of which ones work, so.
1: Yeah, it's like a kid went into the like development room or the character building room whatever you call it and he's like, "Oh,
0: let's give her flight.
1: Uh, Let's give her lasers. Let's give her, oh, and she can also turn into the enemy character. That's going to be cool. The devs are like, hell yeah, let's go with that.
0: It's like, yeah, it's the episode of Simpsons where Homer designs a car. (laughs) Exactly. And if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, I will, I will link a, a YouTube video of that in, in our show notes. It's the Simpsons episode where Homer designs a car
1: how echo was created
0: yeah see what happens to that (laughs) uh, car company in the episode Uh, i don't you know i haven't had a chance to play her in a ptr i know a lot of people who have um and those that have have described her real fun oh they're gonna have to tune the heck out of her and she is on ptr there are going to be changes by the time she goes live which hey the way things work could be tomorrow or today because you know it's probably today great great right now
1: so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like what skins she has. Uh, wonderful design,
0: voice lines, yeah. And uh, you know the voice actor who does Echo because you're getting her say all of the voice lines is top notch. A lot of work. Yeah. So here is another episode of your favorite Vancouver Titans podcast, reaching the end of the line. And as I am always want to do, is to throw it to you guys to offer any words of wisdom that you wish to share to all of our listeners. So, Omni, why don't I tee it up to you to, to tell our <laughs> listeners what it is that they need to know? Uh,
1: little did I know that my normal daily routine is essentially now called quarantine.
0: Was that another <laughs> rhyme? It, it was. Do you, okay, over the course of the day, do you go in and, and like. <laughs> Sit down and try to figure out uh, how you're going to go and you know make that happen. Like,
1: well, the the that's the easy part. When I do my notes, normally the, the boring like analysis and and the news that that part takes me a while, but the the outro segment is really easy. It just
0: pops into my head. Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know how to follow the rhyme. So I'm going to throw it to Sam. Sam. I don't, know?
2: I don't know how to follow it up either. Like I've spent the majority of this week thus far, just trying to figure out what day of the week it is. So in the words of Joey from friends, Monday, one day, Tuesday, two day, Wednesday, what, what day, Thursday, <laughs> the third day. So enjoy listening <laughs> to this on the third day. Uh,
1: uh,
0: you've been, uh, binging far too much in your isolation. Mm. What have I been binging on? That's the question. Well I so I was going to say friends just because you dropped a Joey quote. Yeah, and I could remember that too. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I was binging on when I was in the UK that um was it Raven's Quest or something like that? It's like a uh Apple exclusive series, but uh it's like a RPG video game development studio, you know. That's I actually enjoyed it, so I'd encourage you to watch it. I should have, you know, actually had the, the title ready. I wasn't ready to talk about what i been binging that, and because uh, baby force is home, because daycare is closed, a whole lot of Paw Patrol.
2: Nice. How many seasons of Paw Patrol are there?
0: I don't know. Um, I know we're not through season one on Netflix yet, and I've had enough.
2: Could I? Could I do it in one weekend?
0: Have at it. Why don't you give us an official RSP Paw Patrol review next week? Uh, I think we're going to be here a couple weeks. I'll save it. Keep it in the
2: bag. Might get to that. That's when you know we're done.
0: The words of wisdom for me, stay home. Do not go outside. Wash your hands. Have you washed those hands? Wash them one more time. In fact, if you need help washing your hands, find a song to help you to wash your hands by. There are plenty out there. Um, my daughter has been singing a song to wash your hands so cool. What's the song? I have no idea, but she sings it. She <laughs> must have learned it at daycare. And, she, you know, I think she gets the tune, but she's not entirely sure of the words. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Give us your best uh, hand-washing
0: songs. Yes. Send it to us. You can email them, feedback at ReadySetPone.com, or you can send them to us on Twitter at ReadySetPone. Or if you go to Facebook, which I'll be honest, I've kind of let our Facebook page sort of grow dust. It's Facebook.com slash ReadySetPone. We haven't had a review in a while, boys. So I am going to ask if you have made it this far to drop us one. The, where can you review us? Well, on iTunes or any Apple podcast store that you happen to uh, uh, log into. Wherever you are in the world, you can drop a review there. Remember, the word is that if you drop a review, I will read it verbatim. That is always been the case. It will continue to be the case. Another place that you can go and drop a review is on Podchaser. Go to podchaser.com, search for Ready, Set, Phone. Uh, you'll find us. It also has uh, all of our episodes uh, locked and loaded, so you can sort of see what we've been talking about. Uh, you could play episodes direct from there, but it's also got uh, a lot of other information about some of the guests that have joined us in other episodes too. So if you're very curious, podchaser.com, just search for Ready, Set, Phone. But uh, on behalf of Omni at Strive, Sam, and another Sam Chan, myself, Chris, at Lightforce, you are tuning in to the Ready, Set, Home podcast, which you are hopefully clicking subscribe on so you can tune in again next week. We are on every podcast application that is known to man, including those that are not, because when I find them, I ensure that we are there. And you can find us if you need to at Ready, So those magical two words that I'm going to sign this episode off with are... Wash hands! Nice.